I don't blame people for their mistakes, but I do ask that they pay for them. All right, children, welcome to Jurassic Park. We finally have seen the game that has been hyped behind the scenes for such a long time. Uh, And today is one of those glorious days in the pinball world in which those of us all 0.0001% of the population who really cares about these new game releases uh, got to see a new pinball machine for the first time. And yes, we are talking about Stern Pinball's Jurassic Park on this episode 374 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. Where do I want to start? All right, so here's where I want to start this episode. So first and foremost, uh, we're going to talk about the good. We're going to talk about the bad. And we're going to talk about the debate that's been raging on around this machine. But before we do that, I want to start with one thing. I want to start the podcast in this one area. And that is, why doesn't Stern Pinball release high-res images of these games on the same day that they walk the distributors through the webinar in which they show the game? Because here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. People who are watching that webinar are simply screen grabbing or taking cell phone photos of the game. And that's what we have to go on uh, in the pinball fan community. And it's always so bad to see a game for the first time in low res, crappy quality images. They do it every single time. And you know why they do it? Because they're saving those assets for whoever the media outlet is that's supposed to break the reveal of the game. But here's what Stern doesn't understand. The game's been revealed. It it has been shared and passed around and talked about uh, amongst everyone who cares about this stuff. I I really do. I really do uh, get confused as to why the marketing team over at Stern doesn't realize that. That we're the ones who care the most. And I just think they could do a better job of synchronizing it all at once. So what I mean by that is Zach Sharp, here's what you guys should do. You should have it all happen on the same day, right? Why don't you have your media outlet embargoed to go live right after you do your webinar so that everything can go up into the world in the best possible way? But for some reason, they keep deciding to do it like this. And for some reason... The first time we get to see these games is through blurry, pixelated images. And if you saw today, it was hysterical because I think I released the first image of the game, albeit pixelated and crappy, but I released the first image of the game out into the world and I put my Canada face on the on the back box screen. It was pretty funny. Anyway, okay, so what do we think about Jurassic Park Pinball? And I want to sort, sort of go down uh, my first impressions of the game. And my first impression is this. It's like, holy crap, like this thing is loaded. Like it is packed. I mean, there there is a lot going on in this game. Uh, and so from just standing back and looking at the what Stern dropped into this game, my first thought was, oh my God, they forgot to put half of this game into Black Knight because Black Knight compared to this has absolutely nothing. So it is incredible uh, how much Stern put into the Jurassic Park pinball machine. I think anyone who looks at the game is seeing what I've been saying Stern is going to do. They're going to put more mechanisms. They're going to be more creative with ramps. They're going to put more toys in the game. And I think from a purely sort of like, is there a lot to shoot at at in this game? It looks like there is a lot under this glass, that this is 
a world under glass. And you know that's always first and foremost, does this game look fun to shoot? And I think you cannot look at this game and walk away thinking it does not look fun to shoot. I mean, it absolutely does. Okay, so I think that was the first thing that jumped out at me. The second thing, after we did see the breakdown of the Pro Machine, the Premium Machine, and the LE Machine, uh, the second thought I had was, my God, like Stern is really packing the Pro Machines with almost everything. I don't think there's anything in this game that's significantly removed uh, between the Premium and the Pro. The major difference is that T-Rex head in the upper left corner on the Pro Machine, I don't think it moves back and forth. I think it just gobbles the ball. Uh, I think it has more movement on the Premium and the LE. Uh, There might be a few other things like a missing spinner here or there, maybe not a shaker motor, but for the most part, for the most part, I mean, this Pro is packed. It, 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 you really can't tell the difference when you look at the Pro and the Premium and really see a lot missing from the game. So kudos to Stern for jam-packing this game in the Pro model. I think a lot of people are going to be uh, very satisfied with the Pro version of this game. All right? So, uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a really important thing. And as, like, Jersey Jack is moving their price point towards the Premium, it's it's, it's interesting to see Stern starting to give more in the Pro Editions. All right, so what else did I say? Um, like the T-Rex, I just, that's the first thing I went to. Like, that is cool. Like the T-Rex breaking through uh, the wire, sort of like, you know, like in the movie. I think that is really awesome. Like he's breaking through the fence. Uh, I love that corkscrew ramp on the right side. Something about corkscrew ramps. And sort of like that, you know, the the wire form. Sorry, I mean the ramp goes into the corkscrew wire form. Something about being creative with the way you can make the ball travel around a pinball playfield. Uh, I, I think is 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 awesome to see. I think we saw something very fun with Oktoberfest. Hold on to that word because you're going to hear me say it again, uh, and I'll, I'll explain why. Uh, but yeah, I think the game from a from a mechanical standpoint. I think Stern put a ton of stuff into this game. There's a lot I didn't even mention, right? It's got the Velociraptor cage. It's got the Jeep that spins around. Uh, Looks like, you know, there's a lot in this game. It's got a third flipper. You know, and the third flipper is in on the Pro. I was laughing because someone's like, they were impressed that Stern put a third flipper into the Pro model. I mean, are we really at that point, though, where how much does it actually cost to put a third flipper in a machine? Like eight bucks for them? Anyway, so... I think there's a. I think the initial response to seeing the stuff in the game is is exciting to people. I, I think a lot of people out there want a game that has more in it, not less, and the game feels loaded, especially coming from the Star Wars Home Edition, especially coming from Black Knight. This feels like one of Stern's. I have to just say this. This feels like one of their most loaded pinball machines ever that I've ever seen. Uh, it reminds me of the first time I saw. Ghostbusters in terms of the amount of stuff in the game. So kudos to Stern to putting a lot in this machine. I I don't think you could deny uh, that there's a lot going in this machine. Okay, now before I go into the cons uh, and some things I've been hearing people gripe about, I just want to also say that we are giving our just initial response to low-res images of a pinball machine. 
I have not flipped the machine. I have not played the machine. I have not seen the code in the machine. Um, and here's what we know about the game. Then I'll go into the cons. We know the game is is based around Jurassic Park, not Jurassic World. And I think that was like a hallelujah, uh, can't even talk today, hallelujah moment for so many of you out there who did not want to see this game based on Jurassic World. So you got, you got your dream in that it's the original Jurassic Park theme, okay? Now, how that comes to life in the game is pretty interesting because you'll notice on the playfield itself, there's only the nerdy character, like Newman's character, in on the playfield. We're not seeing any of the characters from the original film. And that leads me to something that I want to talk about is the big debate. And I'm not going to put that yet into the cons section because I, I, I think this debate falls somewhere in between a pro and a con, and I'll explain why. I think people are on the fence about whether or not they're happy or sad that there are assets in this game. When I mean assets, I mean movie clips with sound, movie clips with voices from the movie itself. Like So the iconic scenes you remember from Jurassic Park, they are not going to be in the game. The game is going to be animated the way that uh, Iron Maiden's animations are. So you're going to see something more like that. And people are torn. Some people are like, you know, I want to see all the iconic stuff I love. Some people are saying, no, forget that. I don't play pinball to watch a movie I love. Just get creative with it. And everything should be focused on the world under glass. We shouldn't be putting uh, so much emphasis on getting assets onto the screen. I rather, uh, the other thing I heard people say is I'd rather them spend money on putting that world under glass to life mechanically than to spend money getting the movie clips to put on the LCD screen, okay? Now, that is a debate. And I, I, I want to talk about this debate, or maybe I should just do the cons first, and then I want to, let's do that. Let's do that. I know I'm going to change gears here. Let me talk about the cons that people are saying. Then I'll talk about the whole assets and how this theme is integrated and what I, what I think is going on. All right, so the major con, can you guess what it's going to be? The major con that I keep reading about, and I want to give my personal opinion on this, is that people don't like the artwork in the game. And I have to agree that I do find the artwork on this game to be very lackluster considering the other art packages we've seen from Stern recently. Most uh, most importantly, Beatles was nice, but not even Beatles, right? Like the art package on Deadpool. I kept thinking about like how awesome Zombie Yeti's dinosaur Deadpool LE cabinet was. And then I look at this LE cabinet and I'm like, oh my God, it's not even close. And so, you know, the monsters spoiled us with incredible art. And I just think Stern has raised the bar in the art realm that this just doesn't look quite right. And someone said it, and I agree, it just doesn't look like the right kind of art style for Jurassic Park. And I kept trying to think about it. Two things popped into my head immediately. The first thing was, oh my God, this looks like Oktoberfest art package. Like it, it just looks like Oktoberfest the way the entire middle area of the play field is just like, it's just the island from Jurassic Park with all the inserts. It just reminds me of Oktoberfest with all those inserts and the tents. It just felt very like similar, like just just one big graphical thing filled with like these inserts that are leading up to all the mechanical stuff. But I, I just felt like that art there just felt really uninspired. And then you got the cabinet artwork, 
and the translate artwork, there's something about it. It's like cartoony. And that's the other thing, you know, we'll talk about when we talk about like what is this based on? Because those aren't the images from the Jurassic Park movie that we all know and love. Like that's not the truck from the film. Like what's going on here? Like that's not the iconic Ford Explorer. That's not the Jeep Wrangler. That's just some weird like new truck with like a supercharger and it looks more like a toy. And the more I looked at the art package on it, the thing I kept thinking about is that's what it looks like. It looks like the art package that you would see on a box of a Jurassic Park toy series at like Toys R Us if they were still around. But you know what I'm saying? It looked like that kind of art, like more cartoony that would be like on a Jurassic Park playset. It doesn't really match with the... Uh, artwork from the Jurassic Park movie that I remember or how I would how I would imagine that to be. Now, I know people have brought up how crappy the artwork was on the Data East Jurassic Park machine and said it's so much better. And of course it is. Remember like uh, nerdies like sausage hands on the the Data East original. And if you put the Data East next to this one, I mean, obviously this one blows it away. But Look, that's not really the question or the debate. The debate is, does this art look like the right kind of package for Jurassic Park? The funny thing, too, is the artist responsible for this game, I'm not even making this up. His name is Johnny Crap. <laughs> like, I, I'm not even making this up. If you look at the translate, his name is circled. And if you go to, like, Johnny Crap, he's got his own art page. It's That's who they chose to use for this game. His art on his page looks a lot like Zombie Yeti. Uh, there's just something about this art package that just feels a little bit off. It just doesn't feel that cohesive. It doesn't feel, I, I don't know, like like it's kind of like they just had existing art and they slapped it onto a pinball cabinet. I just don't see it integrated as well as the art packages we've seen from Franchi and Yeti. So a new artist entering into the Stern pinball realm is going to be held to very high standards and I, 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 you know, I just don't think it's at that level. And I think that's a little bit disappointing for people. Uh, but I also will say this. I'll play devil's advocate. We're also judging this art with the worst images imaginable. And I think we do have to wait to see this game in high-res glory and to have those colors come through and pop the way they sh- they're supposed to and the way they will in real life before we make the ultimate judgment on the art package because I can't really get a sense of the depth and the coloring on the game itself as I see it the way it is, okay? So we'll see what happens. We're going to see the game on Thursday. All right, what else? Uh, The toy, the Fisher-Price pickup truck that spins around and around looks really crappy. I mean, there's no way around it. Like, what is that thing? It's like, it's just, I don't even understand. Like, what, what era of Jurassic Park is that truck from? And is it inspired by, like, the new Netflix Jurassic Park series coming out? Is it, it's not from any of the movies I remember. It looks really cheap. It's an easy fix for the mod community to make a, you know, someone's going to just mod and put on the old Ford Explorer or the Jeep Wrangler from the original movie into that, onto that toy. Easy fix, but also got me thinking to like, well, what, what is this based on, right? And so, like, overall, you know, I think the game looks really fun to shoot. I can't wait to play it, that's for sure. Um, you know, here's what I want to talk about. Then I'm going to give my overall thoughts. Sorry, I'm like jumping around a lot. You can tell because I'm kind of like excited. I've got I've got some notes, but 
I kind of just want to give you my overall assessment of this whole thing. So the, the objective of the game is very much in line with the first Jurassic Park movie in which you're trying to get the dinosaurs like back in their cages. Like they've escaped from their cages and you're on this journey. Um, but here's where I, here's my question. And this is my question. And this is what I kept thinking about because, you know, I read Pinside and people just either love it or hate it. And I was just trying not to fall victim into that space, uh, especially because I haven't played it, especially because there's more to come. And especially because Thursday, we'll see a lot more of the game. But here's my initial feeling. I think that we have to understand a new reality of pinball machines and how pinball machines can bring a property to life in, in a pinball medium. And we're, we're now at this stage where each game is doing it differently. A game like Batman 66 had every single asset you would want in the game. A game like Guardians of the Galaxy, not so much. They didn't have the voice actor rights, right? A game like Deadpool went a whole different direction and didn't even bother with the movie franchise. Uh, a game like The Monsters, you know, they had more access to those clips, but they poorly implemented them. A game like Willy Wonka has access to the clips, apparently, but they didn't really use them. A game like Pirates of the Caribbean didn't have any assets in terms of like voice actors and clips of actors in the film. You know, if anything, this is more like Pirates of the Caribbean, Jurassic Park, right? So the question I have is this, is this pinball machine based upon Jurassic Park, the movie we all grew up loving, the original Steven Spielberg movie? Is it based, it seems like it's based on the first three because there are dinosaurs that come from the second two films as well represented in the game. But here's what I think people need to realize. And here's what I just came to the conclusion on is this is not a pinball machine that's based upon the Jurassic Park movie you love. Okay. Jurassic Park is more than a movie. Jurassic Park is a brand. It's a franchise, right? Jurassic Park makes book bags, they make raw thrills, arcade games that are based on Jurassic Park, they make amusement rides based on Jurassic Park. It's a, it's a, it's a brand, it's a franchise. And what, when I look at a game like this, to me, it feels like this is Stern Pinball licensing the Jurassic Park franchise and making a pinball machine based on that franchise. And it's pulling elements from that franchise. Uh, but I think what's happening in pinball is this. I think that these companies are getting stuck in the middle. And what I mean by that is they're getting stuck in the middle about how to creatively bring these franchises and these IPs to life in the pinball game. And what I mean by that is, is I, I feel like they're stuck at this medium point of do we make a game built directly on top of the movie we know everyone loves and do we bring the Jurassic Park movies to life or do we not do that? Do we sort of make a game that's inspired by people's favorite elements from those movies but it's not really a game that is going to give you uh, you know, all the things from the movie that you would want in the game? Because when you look at that truck in the game, I mean, to me, that is the ultimate. Like, that truck doesn't come from any of those three movies. Why is it in there? Uh, because that is probably a new design direction for 
the Jurassic Park property that they might want used in the pinball machine. And so the storyline in the game itself will probably be a little bit of a mashup of the, of the first three movies. And I think these companies are kind of, you know, stuck. And here's, 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 my, here's my takeaway on all this. I think that these companies should start to either go one way or the other. Make me a pinball machine that brings the Jurassic Park movie I love, the first one that I've seen hundreds of, of times, where I know all the movie clips. Bring that to life to me in a pinball machine and I'll be very happy. Or make a pinball machine inspired by Jurassic Park. It could even be themed Jurassic Park, but then create an entirely new pinball experience or Jurassic Park experience in that pinball machine, right? It's like it's like the same way you can get a Star Wars video game like Knights of the Old Republic where it's, it's inspired by the Star Wars universe, but it's an all-new Star Wars journey. And so I, I kind of feel like this game's a little bit of both. It's like, it's the Jurassic Park property inspired by the films, but it's like stuck in the middle. It's somewhere in between. And I hope that makes sense. And, and I think that like, you know, sometimes these, these games, like Willy Wonka does the same thing to me. It's like, it's not really giving me the movie back in pinball form. It's kind of like inspired by the movie, but it's not taking me through the chocolate factory on the journey. And, and it just doesn't feel like the way the movie would come to life in a pinball machine. And I say that because we know that this game has zero movie clips from the Jurassic Park films. I think we're going to get confirmation on that on Thursday. And when I hear people say like, well, I don't want them. I don't, I don't want the movie clips. I mean, I don't know. I disagree. I disagree if you're trying to bring to life the Jurassic Park movie we all know and love. I disagree that you don't want all those awesome clips from the film that we love. Okay? But if they can't use those clips, then I'm okay with them making a Jurassic Park game that's a new Jurassic Park journey for me because you know what it's it's always the same merry-go-round with the Jurassic Park theme you got dinosaurs they escape they're trying to eat the humans you're trying to like you know capture them you're trying to either kill them you're trying to like you know survive the Jurassic Park I mean that it is always the same formula um, so I don't know I don't know how you guys feel about that but that's sort of like where I feel like these brands or sorry these companies are at is they don't know which way to go creatively. And I think there's also a lot of pressure behind the scenes from the licensors to do it one way or the other. Um, so I guess my final point on that is, if you were thinking this is uh, the Jurassic Park 1 movie you know and love being remade, it's not. Uh, it does feel like it's a little bit more of a homage to the Data East Jurassic Park, and it's like a modern version of that game or a combination of that game and the Lost World put together uh, in, in modern format, which is fine. I mean, totally cool to do that. I mean, we're seeing Jersey Jack kind of tried to remake Lord of the Rings with The Hobbit, and he's remaking Guns N' Roses. So uh, are we out of themes that we're already remaking stuff? But we are. We're, we're remaking pinball machines that already have been given the pinball treatment. Um, you know, so... Look, I, I, the other thing I thought about when I, when I saw all this stuff, and I don't know about you, and sorry if I keep hitting you know, my mic on that thing. The other thing I thought about was this. Um, you know, none of these art packages, none of these versions just sort of screamed out like I have to have it. 
And I think the the fear of missing out on getting a Stern LE like on day one or day two, I kind of think like those days are getting to the point where they're over. And I'm kind of glad that's happening. I, I I don't know. There's just nothing about these LEs now screams like you need to spend $9,000 on them. And if Stern really wants to continue that fear of missing out, they're just going to have to go further. They're going to have to give us more for $9,000. Because remember, like that pro looks packed. And it's like, what, almost $4,000 less money. And even the jump between the premium and the LE, I mean, they're going to have to start giving you toppers with these LEs. They're going to have to start giving you maybe additional modes in the game, maybe an additional mechanism in the game. I'm just not seeing in this game especially any wow factor like even like the green on the LE it's just it's just doesn't pop it just doesn't say oh my god like I think they would have done better to have it more like the Jurassic Park maybe the you know I don't know that color palette from the I remember the original Ford Explorer color palette with like the red and the green and the yellow you know I would have had it look like a T-Rex was like ripping at the decals on the side and some of the shiny foil stuff that we saw on Batman SLE they need to start giving us more for these LE packages I mean I see them and they're just very underwhelming uh, and, and I think that, uh, you know, there's just not the value there. And I think a lot of people are not going to run and just like, sell, you know, buy these things sight unseen or without playing them anymore. Okay. Uh, what else is my final takeaways on this game? It looks fun. I, I mean, it looks fun. I mean, hats off to Keith, man. Keith Elwin just packed this thing with, with stuff. And so if, if, if you can't stand over this game and, and not walk away being like, I want to flip that, I, I think you're crazy. I think you're in the wrong hobby. I think you need to get out of pinball. I think it looks really fun. It, it, it does. It just looks like it looks like Oktoberfest as if Oktoberfest had a good theme. It's like, you know, that's, I don't know. There's just something about like the way the ramps are crazy in it. There's all this stuff in it. It just feels like this is how Stern would have done it. Uh, you know, if, you know, if, if American pinball and Stern like traded themes, like this is what it looks like. Um, I can't wait to play one. I, I, I want to jump on this. I didn't have the same feeling with some of the previous Stern machines. I think this one's going to shoot like a dream. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think that, you know, it's going to be one of these games where you're just going to really want to play it. Make sure you love it before you own it. I encourage everyone to do that. I look forward to seeing this game on Thursday being revealed in the right way. Um, the other thing is I'm just happy we can have something other than Willy Wonka stream on flipping out Monday night streams. I, I'm, I'm hoping they get a Jurassic Park. So that's it. I mean, that, that my overall take is this. Game looks loaded. Art package looks pretty mediocre from what we can tell right now. Um, game Game seems to be more like a Jurassic Park a themed game that's inspired by the films, but I don't think you're going to really feel, I don't know though. See, that's the thing is, I don't know. It's probably too soon. They might have all those iconic scenes from the movie. Um, they might have them all like in on the screen as like animations, right? Right. They might have like, so here's the thing for me. It's like, how awesome would this scene be? How, they need to have a mode in which the T-Rex is coming and it needs to have an animation of the glass of water 
with the drop, you know, sort of like the ripple effect in the water and the shaker motor in the game needs to start shaking in, you know, and correspond with that water ripple as the T-Rex is coming. And then, you know, I don't know, like there, there is such an opportunity for us to see how they're tying it all together with the animation. So everything you might love from the movie, it might just come through more in an animated way. Now that might work for some of you, it might not, but so much more on this game will come on Thursday because we haven't even seen it. And I don't even, you know, look, here's the thing. I don't even think we're going to see it on Thursday. Uh, I doubt we're going to see, we're not going to see anyone flipping it or streaming it, um, but we probably will get a, a video, like a YouTube video, like Stern, Stern Presents, like we did last time, I think with Munsters. We'll probably get a nice YouTube video that will show some of the animations and we can go off of that. Good news is the John Williams theme song is in it. The original score is in it, and it said John Williams on the Stern material, so that's a good thing. All right, so look, we're all we're all still in a wait and see period. I think it looks very promising. I think it looks really fun. Uh, I think if you can get over maybe the art, won't look so bad in person. I think Stern is going to sell a ton of these. All right, I'll just say it. They're going to sell a ton of these. This thing looks loaded. I think Stern is giving you a lot more for the money right now. And I think we're close. We're so close to to a game firing off on all cylinders. I just wish it could have looked a little bit sweeter. Like someone keeps bringing up Ghostbusters and how like Ghostbusters look the part. Does this look the part for Jurassic Park? Uh, I'm not, we're going to have to see. I have to see it in full color. Um, but I'm sure when you stand over this machine, this is the other thing that you don't get from these images. You don't get the dimension. Like those ramps look high up, you know, in the game. I, this, this, this world is going to pop at you as you're standing over it. Like, like no other stern I've seen in terms of like all that mechanical stuff coming at you. Uh, you know, so if you have a black Knight LE, you might want to list it for sale right now because, uh, the price is dropping a hundred dollars an hour, every hour that goes by. All right, everyone have a great day. Send me your opinions about the game. I will happily read them on air uh, at CanadaPinball at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Canada's Pinball Podcast. Uh, It's a great day when we can enjoy a new pinball machine. We should all be thankful that Stern gives us uh, new games with such cadence in the pinball world. And the other part I'll say before I sign off is this. Stern is going to get everybody their LEs before Jersey Jack ships a single collector's edition Willy Wonka. Jack, how could you do it? You left over $6 million on the table by making people wait to the end of Wonka to get the LEs. Stern is going to get all these people their LEs before you ship a single collector's edition, right? God, people, listen to me. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to marketing. Have a great day, everybody. Later. (laughs) 